Stress is something you manifest yourself, you know, because you know you have the ability to turn that off and on. Um, and stress is killing us. You know, we can talk about all the toxins out there in the world, but the reality is that most sickness is driven by stress. And so, if you can take a positive attitude that um, whatever this particular scenario, this curveball that life has thrown you in that particular moment of the game, um, if you take this perspective that hey, look, it's not going to define me if I swing and miss, you know, um, and if I don't swing, there's no chance of me hitting it out of the park. So, um, yeah, that's the attitude you got to take towards life and the stresses that come along with it. That was Johnny Housekid. This is Duggett, the podcast. Welcome to Duggett, episode 15. Just recording this one, a uh, little intro on my phone here in um, sunny Sydney. I'm uh, over for this Edo Portal course, I'm hoping to podcast on that. It's been an amazing kind of uh, experience there. But um, today I have uh, Johnny Halstead on the podcast, fresh from Wanderlust Taupo which was last weekend ago, um, and uh, I believe Johnny's just gearing up for Threadbow in New South Wales, so just outside of, well, south of Sydney, um, for their next One Lust event, and then coming back to Auckland shortly, not too far away, for the 108, so the smaller one, on April the 30th, so if you're wondering what to do at the end of April, make sure you're around for um, what should be an awesome event, because uh, the Taupo one was a joy so uh so stoked to make it such a cool group of friends and people and just i don't know it's like a conscious tribe there you kind of bump into anyone it's like a music festival but everyone's like a friend of a friend it feels like you can just talk to anyone and jump into a massage circle at any time and these awesome classes and just participate in everything and um yeah had a brilliant experience the hot pools the natural hot springs in taupo and then swimming there in the morning and evenings and then doing classes through the day eating amazing food um from my old teacher duncan peak was there maddie's radi her classes were amazing um the music of xavier rod and thievery corporation xavier's just he's next level if you haven't checked out his uh his music go see him live and then um and i uh, can't ignore our intro today to the podcast which was abria joseph who um He's got this pan healing, sound healing, well he does sound healings, but it's like this pan, steel pan drum that he plays and it's, it's got such a cool sound. Um, so he's uh, he's actually popping over to do this uh, next one last in Threadbow also, and then he'll be in Bali and a few other places. So um, I'll put all this in the link so you can check check Abria out and the other teachers and and then also Wonderlust and uh, the work of Johnny and Johnny's uh, friend actually did a couple of weeks work with Wonderlust and then I found it actually quite stressful and full on so um, I'm on the other side of things now more, more teaching focus but Johnny and Jackie his uh, partner who was kind of the muse for their transition into 
kind of running this uh, Australasia um, kind of arm of Wanderlust as part of the kind of worldwide brand. But um, Jackie's originally a yoga teacher, and uh, and Johnny's got a background in hospitality, chef, and uh, organising music festivals like Homegrown. And um, but yeah, they're a formidable duo, an awesome team. So partners and. Crime partners and family partners with Wonderlust. I don't know why I said crime, it's just a force of habit, isn't it? Um, but uh, the only crime is probably not being a Wonderlust. It's an amazing experience. Genuinely uh, better for it. Just the love, I don't know, you just kind of tap into these things now and again. It's like, this is where I'm meant to be. This is kind of, um, this is what life should be like all the time. Like, how can the Wonderlust Festival continue the vibe? How can we keep it going? Hopefully we'll figure out a way to do that, have some more pop-up events, um, just to keep that kind of state of mind. And uh, But yeah, it was a joy just to sit down with Johnny just after they'd finished the festival, so we had a beer outside by the pool there in, in Taupo and had a quick chat um, kind of about the business model and, and uh, the vision behind it and also the kind of ethics of this kind of conscious conscious consumer and the, and the conscious business and the and then what it takes to put a festival on and then and then kind of the personal things of around stress and trying to remain like childlike and and, and playful and joyful and um, it's always a bit of a balance and I think those guys they do it really well they've got some wonderful kids and uh, and they've got this transient lifestyle but they've just moved to Sydney with the headquarters over here now so um, that's enough of a uh, enough of an intro I've got an amazing view and uh and uh ocean just waiting to be swamming down here in uh Mosman which is a tip top spot if you're in Sydney at any, any stage and I uh, gotta go work on my Udu Portal move so I'll uh, let uh, Johnny take it away with some wise wonderlust wisdom um hope you dug it as always enjoy show notes and links books etc in the in the show notes and um to the mesmerizing sounds of Avery Joseph. Here we go. Johnny Houston. Bon appetito. So here with Johnny Houston after four days of magic in Taupo. Yeah. And um, for people who aren't list, like who know nothing about you, what would you say uh, kind of title is? Or well, I'm, uh, I've got the privileged title of being a partner in Wanderlust, um, a global partner. But my specific role was the director for Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, Wanderlust started in uh, our head offices in Brooklyn, New York. But the first festival was held in Northern California in 2009, and now it's expanded around the world. And Jackie, my wife, and I. Um, she sits in the role of brand manager and, and myself as the partner and director. Yeah, Awesome, because you had a background in festivals before that mm. and then Jack, through meeting Jackie, gone to yoga. Yeah, so I mean that story um, is one of uh, similarities to many people's you know, journey through their careers and when they come to a point they want to start doing things with purpose. But my background has uh, been in, in hospitality and entertainment for oh, know, 15 plus years since I was just a young fella. Uh, owning nightclubs and doing music festivals, major sporting events, and um, 
like all good ideas that a man has, it's usually inspired by a good woman, and so she was the muse for the change of direction to to partner up with Wanderlust and, and and this to be my latest project. So she's uh, a Native American that moved to New Zealand about 12 years ago, um, and she's a yoga teacher, and she's now the mother of my three beautiful children. And so those have been uh, inspirations for change uh, and purpose for me moving forward. Yeah, actually, that's one of the questions that. Um the guys that live the longest have is they know their purpose as soon as they're asked they kind of know their role in society and what they want to do so is that the family and stuff giving you like a new purpose or the festival like a new thing you want to change in the yeah definitely I yeah. think you know I've always been um, a bit of a uh, eco warrior or a bit of a greenie and I think um, for many years I possibly just uh, you know veered away from that a little bit because when you're doing uh, when you're in your I suppose an entrepreneurial state and doing things you can get caught up with uh, driving factors that can be away from your roots. And for me, uh, I went down a path for many years of, of wanting to um, just ensure that nightclub culture was really great in New Zealand and that um, the quality at uh, festivals was really good. And uh, if, you know, all these young people that are going to festivals are having a great time, uh, that it was slickly produced, it was cool and it was safe, particularly around uh, alcohol and, and drug culture. So I was doing that for a long time, trying to make that good. Um, but um, when kids came along, I really just thought, I started thinking more about the planet and about well-being um, and seeing uh, what was happening in the yoga industry was very inspirational for me. Um, this is, you know, this is three, four, five years ago now. And um, I think there's a lot that resonates with someone that comes from club and rave culture around that kind of creating uh, heightened experiences. Um, some might call it even hedonism um, through music. Um, through dance, so there's a lot of that in yoga. Um, so yeah, that was quite an easy move, and to be doing something that would uh, ultimately inspire people to live more mindfully um, was an easy, easy groove to slot into. Oh man, yeah, this this week, couple of days has been so the community and the vibe and the, the music and how easy it is to meet people and. Yeah, it just feels like a such a nice mindful festival. Is there a way that like you kind of describe Wonderlust in a? Yeah, I think if it came down to one word, and, yeah. and what we've really experienced the last uh, four days is community, um, and I think uh, that's a real privilege to to be able to um, you know produce and curate uh, a platform or a curriculum of experiences for people so that they can really connect with both themselves um, and connect with nature uh, and connect with a community of like-minded people and um, what's uh, any highlights from the from the few days because I remember talking to Jack and she had said she hadn't been to a class mm. for the first well how, I don't know how many one last she had done yeah we've and, done um, nine now and I think this was for both of us the first one we've actually been able to participate in a class. Oh man, that's cool. Yeah, well, that's what, real, what'd you get to? Real milestone. I did Claudine Lafon's uh, yoga, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, which is quite. <laughs> it's a good segue yeah, for yeah, what yeah. I was just saying. Really, um, I think that was quite a, uh, quite apt for my journey, um, and it was great. I mean, it's pure wanderlust. It's, it was a collaboration between her and DJ Taz, uh, who's come over from Chicago, who's one of the DJs that plays regularly on the circuit in North America, um, and it was, it was an amazing playlist. And she took us through. Uh, a flow of both, uh, you know, deep, deep asana, but also um, just playful, you know, fun and dance, and it was it was all that kind of yoga music fusion, which really is what what Wanderlust uh, is. Um, 
But going back to your question about highlights, I mean, it's really hard when you have four days of amazing experiences to try and track back in time and, and, and recount them all. But I mean, I suppose the the, the peak really was uh, last night with uh, Xavier Rudd. You know, I mean, that was there was you know two and a half, nearly three thousand people spewing out of that tent. Um, they were all hugging and singing those lyrics, and, and that was pure community. Um, and, Ex and Xavier himself has said it. He's like, there was a really magic crowd. Wanderlust stood up with him and his band, the United Nations, um, and stood for something that mattered. Um, and I suppose the other highlight for me, other than the amazing yoga and all of the amazing contributors, you know, from the grassroots mom and pop brands that are here activating to, to our big partners like Tom's, and, Swiss Wellness, um, you know, doing some of the, some of the amazing experiences like the Trinal Cafe and the Healing Sanctuary. Um, I think all of that kind of yoga program and um, what I call the third space, the market, aside for a second, which has been a real highlight because those are all those experiences between your, you know, your, the the festival uh, schedule. For me. The opportunity to hold this festival on Waitangi weekend as a, as a Pākehā who really respects and honours Māori them in New Zealand, um, wears that as a badge of pride when I go out into the world. To see all these international visitors come here on Waitangi and have this kind of experience in this very sacred and spiritual piece of land um, and to be able to do that properly with uh, local iwi uh, having the pōwhiri on the opening day, which I don't think you were here for. No, but I saw some, uh, some oh. footage of it. Looks cool. It was amazing. Yeah, it really was an honour to stand up there and speak on behalf of Wanderlust and, um, you know, uh, explain to the local iwi and these fierce warriors, you know, when they come out into the porphyry and there's, you know, this, this challenge as to why you are here on our land, what is your intention, to tell them that our intention was one of peace and unity and, and uh, to, you know, create a collective consciousness um, that would... Uh, create positive change was an honour, a very powerful experience. Um, so Waitangi Weekend, I think, in New Zealand, we've come a long way and we've got a long way to go, but to be a part of positive change in that respect was really cool as well. Yeah, because who, who was the band that came on for Xavier yesterday and they did the, they kind of the Maori... Yeah, Machu, Machu yeah, Tehuki, Machu yeah, yeah, is cool. yeah he's, uh, he's an amazing uh, singer-songwriter, Maori singer-songwriter from Pakakariki in Kapiti Coast. Um, and he... Um, I think he really brought some some unique New Zealand flavour yeah. to our schedule. Yeah, no, it was cool. Yeah, and for those who haven't been to one last, this yeah, the diversity of things from doing like self massage to yeah, there's like massage circles going on, swimming to <laughs> talks to meditations to kind of like rock and roll stuff and acro and slack. Like it's really pretty diverse um, in terms of an experience. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, I, think, I think the thing is that um, it's like any festival where, you know, like say for example you go to Coachella or you go to, I don't know, like uh, Glastonbury or whatever, you know, you, you, you turn up, you get your program, you know, you, you, you get that FOMO of like, what am I going to do? Am I going to choose to do, go to that stage and see that band or, or am I going to go over here or am I going to go meet my friends at the bar or whatever? I mean, that's a festival experience, right? Well, this is a festival. Um, you have to, you know, you have to choose your different experiences. I mean, you can change it along the way, of course, and be surprised and delighted along the way. But it is still 
uh, a festival format. Wanderlust, I think, is a unique product in the sense that it is a wellness, uh, a supersized wellness conference designed like a music festival. And so when you talk about the, the massage circle, you know, that's on our schedule, you know, that's people choosing to go to that as opposed to going to the True North Cafe and hearing the opening mics, open mic sessions or going to a speakeasy and hearing, uh, you know, someone do an inspiring lecture or choosing to go into a yoga class or a nature hike or a adventure activity or whatever else that we've got. Um, Wanderlust strikes me as probably the most participatory event model in the world um, because you can't stand on the sidelines and watch. You, ha you get drawn in and you get challenged to try new things and um, you leave inspired and, uh, and, and ultimately transformed. Yeah, and the level of teaching, I went to Maddie Azrati mm. classes and it was... She's the cutest yeah, though, isn't she? Yeah, and she's, a yeah, she's <laughs> oh man, she's hilarious, but... She's like your tiny little auntie that will beat you into shape yeah. and then just grin at you the whole time. She's and the awesome. energy and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty special. The, yeah, the quality of teaching here and, and musicians like Xavier, that's probably the best gig I've been to hands down, I think, um, mm. which mm. is... Yeah, and Thievery Corporation as well, the energy. The energy is like, it's a different kind of energy. It's more, it's it's quite uplifting, like you say, like involving. Um, I think as a programmer, it's a, it's an absolute indulgent dream to be able to bring the best in the world and out of these art forms of, of uh, yoga teaching, uh, speakers, musicians, artists, uh, chefs, winemakers, craft brewers, um, and then obviously all these little activations that we have around the market that, um, you know, whether it be, you know, the best organic coconut water or, um, you know, some of the food guys that we've had here that are just really pushing that food truck culture as well. I think Wanderlust really is a great platform for uh, craft culture in general, you know, really cutting edge. Um, and yoga is a big part of that, you know, like we, we really do champion the best yoga in the world doesn't necessarily mean that it, they're not coming from New Zealand, mm -hmm. um, but I think what we provide is the platform for great yoga teachers, budding yoga teachers within New Zealand to transform from being a, a, a sound technical teacher in a, in a studio environment to being an entertainment yoga teacher where you are presenting your own brand, your own product, your own experience to a class of 300 to 500 mats. Um, that's quite a different art form and I look forward to seeing how we can really grow that within New Zealand and Australia uh, over the next couple of years. Yeah, one of the questions I often have is like the favourite kind of dinner you'd have, mm. like dinner guests, but maybe there's like a festival list of uh, what might be like the dream future lineup, or or people you'd like to maybe sit down with. Hmm. Well, I think I don't, I, I don't I, think that sparks anything like. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, I mean, this. I mean, the list is really long, and you know, if Jackie was here, she would um, have, have a lot, list even longer than mine. <laughs> um, this one was definitely. Uh, we went for we went for some 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 gold on this one. You know, like having Theory Corporation was a, a big box tick, a real career highlight for me. Um, you know, they that particular sound of the late 90s and early to mid millennia, um, you know, Richest Man in Babylon 2005, Grammy Award winning album, you know, that, that really was a time when um, Afrobeat uh, world fusion music, you know, was, was really just emerging. Um, 
And so to have them uh, on the stage on the Friday night in front of you know a couple thousand uh, groovers um, was was really was really exciting. And then at the same time having Shiva Ray, I mean the Madonna of modern you know North American yoga, she um, she's inspired so many different teachers and training and studios over the years. So to have her here um, was a real privilege because uh, she's hard to pin down. <laughs> busy, busy touring international teacher. And I think, you know, even locally, you know, having guys like uh, Claudine and Hansel Lafond, who, you know, I had the pri privilege of practicing with Claudine this morning, and, you know, there's some amazing, amazing people floating through this Wanderlust circuit. And uh, and what's the hardest part? Because I, I jumped on board, with the, like, it's a tough job putting one of these together, like, obviously those are all the highlights, but it must be, um, I'm going to be moving and traveling around the world, you guys are based in Sydney now, mm. is it like, that mm. kind of family balance and doing what Yeah, I mean, love. you know, Jackie and I are, you know, we're obviously uh, husband and wife and parents of three kids first and foremost, but as, as uh, business partners, um, yeah, there's a real balance, but um, we have chosen to, you know, I suppose, step away from the, the normal career path, I suppose, and do something that, that uh, results in a lifestyle. Um, and, and that entrepreneurial um, uh, spirit, you know, you have to take the highs with the lows because they can be quite extreme. So that is the hardest part, mm. to be honest, to balance that and to find good people to help you to do it because you can't do it alone. Um, and yes, we are in Sydney because uh, we feel like, you know, because we've, we've been in New Zealand with Kiwis, um, we have managed to fire up the bonfire here. And in, and in Australia, you know, um, there is so much opportunity over there to really do some real good. Um, it's, a, it's a much larger market, so we're over there for the time being to um, fire up that community and also to, you know, just speaking on purely business terms, how this translate in, translates into a, a real success is when we can convince businesses that want to do things right and do things good that they need to be in front of this audience because this is a very as you would have seen and as you're part of mm. Doug um, this is a very, very unique demographic this is the most progressive you know urban conscious consumer you know um, they are very brand conscious they are just the decisions are around how they live their life are driven by sustainability and um, betterment and you know a lot of more businesses and brands are starting to turn their attention to hey it's not just about slapping a little sustainable logo on the corner of their marketing it's actually walking that talk um, and so to turn up to an event like this in an intelligent and authentic way and really engage with this uh, this audience this community in a grand scale is um, is what we need to achieve the most and a lot of those uh, those businesses, their their head offices are in Sydney, and we're over there to um, basically say, "Hey guys, take notice of yoga. Yoga is not a fad. It's not a trend. You know, it's it is a lifestyle. Yeah, it is the, the yoga of living. And yeah, and the influences here, it's it's like it is a growing community of like cool people who are kind of reaching out. And then do you, do you see that as like tastemakers? Yeah, think. yeah, yeah." Yeah, look, I mean, it's become popular. It's like cool to be what was kind of quite a hippie or niche segment. It's now 
so much more mainstream. Is that where you see the like yoga kind of going, or, or some stereotypes that maybe are changing? Or I, I think everyone in their yoga career, if I can call it that, yeah. or in their yoga progression, um, comes to a point where they suddenly realise, hey, I'm not doing this just to sweat and, and grow muscle and lose weight or whatever it is. I'm actually doing this because. I, it, it creates a space for me that I need in my in my daily life. Um, it's a practice that I need, um, and you know, and I'm, I'm going to need that for the rest of my life, and I'm going to live a better life as a result. Um, here we call it, you know, uh, um, a way to find your true north. Mm. You know, to I suppose set your compass uh, for the best way to live your life, to be your best self, and that's a calling that I think people kind of. Uh, as a, as a mass society are uh, slowly coming to in many ways, but in other ways it's happening faster than you'd expect. Um, I think the food uh, industry is really driving that first mm. and foremost. I think sustainability around um, packaging and products and carbon usage and all these good things, um, you know, these questions that are being asked around, you know, and that are being fast-tracked around climate change, for example. So it's all part of the same thing. There's all a big cauldron of ideas. And so, you know, this is another environment where you can have people that really, you know, are really driving that thought process and that conversation. Um, and yeah, I think it has moved away from yoga being seen as a, you know, fringe, hippie, you know, is quite a common term thing. Um, I mean, just the amount of media attention that we're now getting from you know very mainstream media channels that really take an interest in in this because not just because it's weird, but because they can see that it is grabbing the attention of the mainstream, and I think that uh, that's really exciting to be a part of. Yeah, it's cool, and it's a win-win. It's like profitable. It's it's positive. Like everyone's getting something out of it. Mm. It's funny talking to like all the guys doing a quick chat to people attending the, the dudes and it was either girls or depression were kind of the main things that kept coming up it was like <laughs> what got you into it it was like the community and like primarily meeting girls but then also um like people were having that just needing something like an outlet for their like a mental state of mind and then that being the thing that keeps them in it it's like mm. they're kind of rock um so they have a festival around them to meet like the amount of people i've connected with it's just been like studio owners and teachers and travelers mm. is just awesome and then i was going to say what because you got 108 you got these smaller festivals coming out so people can find you and yeah so the Auckland other kind of event that we do is is one wanderlust 108 yeah. um which we call um you know the, the 108 is obviously a, a very uh well-known number in, in yoga circles but just to explain that for a moment um buddha found enlightenment uh, after 108 days um of meditation and 108 uh, beads on, on Priya beads of, uh, of Hinduism and Buddhism, um, the Mala beads. So, um, you know, it's a number that comes up quite a lot in, in I suppose, our doctrine of um, philosophy or progressive, progressive thought. Um, we at Wanderlust have taken that a step further and taken that idea of the one being the all and the zero being the nothing and the eight being infinity and taking those three symbols and thought, well, how can we create an event that is a nod to, a nod to this lifestyle, but is more accessible uh, in an urban setting? So we came up with the idea of uh, the world's kindest triathlon, or a mindful triathlon. So instead of that being, you know, uh, was it swim, cycle, run, 
um, that that could be um, uh, a run or walk, uh, yoga and meditation. And so uh, we do, at 108, we do a five-kilometer five charity fun run or walk, uh, however you want to take it, uh, a, a mass yoga class in uh, uh, iconic city park or beach setting, um, followed by mass meditation and then a big dance party and with all the markets and everything on the side. So we do that in one day setting in, in, in these city locations. We're doing five this year. Um, so we're doing uh, Bondi Beach, Sydney, which will be huge, obviously, uh, being the Bondi community um, and, the, and the greater community of Sydney will turn up. Um, Western Springs, Auckland, returning there, which is a yeah, very, very a cool venue. awesome venue. Yeah, I mean, that's where we first started in New Zealand. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's very lush. Um, St Kilda Beach, Melbourne, South Bank, Brisbane, and then we're going to head over to Western Australia and uh, see how the community's uh, doing in Perth. Oh, yeah, cool. so that'll be cool uh, later in the year. And I think, um, you know, for those events, it's an opportunity, uh, because it's not such an investment, it's not such a commitment as coming to this four-day mm. festival in these resort locations. So you really can turn up and have a try. So I, I really see the 108 events as a gateway mm. to this lifestyle. Um, you can come and dip your toe in without uh, diving in fully. Awesome. And then wrapping up, so people can find all this on like wonderlust.com and just go through to the New Zealand or the Yeah, there's the really, there's, there's really um, you know, we, we have uh, a lot of content that is worth checking out mm. and checking out on wonderlust.com um, that's coming from, you know, all of our centres uh, and offices around North America um, and here in, in Australasia. And, and it's really relevant to anyone you know I've always said that at these events if you just didn't tune into the accents we could be anywhere we could, we could be in Auckland New Zealand we could be in Bondi Sydney or we could be in um, you know San Francisco it's the same you know um, we all are like-minded and a lot of that content um, you know the, the ability to um, I suppose avoid the depression or vacuum after leaving a transformative retreat like this is that you can stay connected through content and learn that way and can contribute and collaborate through social media, which I think is, as you know, is very powerful. Um, we also have another uh, channel, our partners at yoganonymous.com, which is another kind of perspective at this particular lifestyle, uh, which really focuses on the trends side of it and, and, and really asks those questions on how you can, you know, bring things into your life and, you know, the, the, the five steps to best living each day type, type way of looking at things. and. These are, it's all really great stuff and it's mm. a way for us to you know speak to this, these communities when we're not in a season of events in those locations yes yeah, so I'm mindful media because I feel like vice and mm. things like one last like the main news mm. channels now for people and it's just kind of the future of really like refined and target but not as targeted but kind of I don't know it's like considered mindful media right? and it's it's yeah. a way to get the information that people kind of want. And it's and it's really fascinating, you know. And I think it's um, it's another opportunity to, to to attend class when you're when you're not there, um, because everything's participatory, everything's educational, and and creating greater consciousness. And that's um, yeah, it's it's nothing but a good thing. Cool. A couple of rapid fire ones. What have you got a favorite documentary or uh, movie? Um. Oh, I, for me, just off the top of my head, I, f I found Food Matters oh, yeah, powerful yeah. and um, 
and I really, I really went down that line. Um, I think food, you know, I I'm, I'm, used to be a chef as a young man and, and uh, a restaurant owner, and I really think food is, you know, yoga can be kind of scoffed at, but we, none of us can <laughs> deny food. Food we need every day, yeah. no matter what, even yeah. if you don't enjoy food, whatever's wrong with you. <laughs> you know, um, and so Food Matters um, TV are doing some amazing work around the idea and education of what is real food and how is diet um, going to, uh, I suppose, enrich your life and be your best self. Cool. Um, and the other one I'm just going to throw out there is, uh, have you ever heard of Amanda Palmer? Has she, has she got a blog? Uh, Amanda Palmer has some great books. She used to be a, a rock and roller in her days, oh, okay. um, but she's got an, an amazing TED talk about her book, The Art of Asking. Oh. And seriously, that is some some good yep. good educational stuff, man. Check that out. Cool. It's is there any other, any other books or things on that kind of wavelength? You'd, well, you'd like? I mean, there's lots of classics we could talk about, yep. like The Artist Way. But um, I think right now, um, I'm really focused on. Um, as an entrepreneur, a business with purpose. Um, and I think we could all agree that one of the brands that have really pushed culture around purpose and community is, um, and there's many of them, but I just want to name this one in particular, which is Patagonia. Um, and the Patagonia story itself, um, uh, you know, let them surf, I think is the story where basically the idea of the owners and the, the founders of Patagonia saying that our staff have to live the lifestyle they can't just be you know in the stores they have to live this lifestyle of the brand um, there's a new book out um, written by the consultant that helped Patagonia create its company culture um, and his name is lost on me but I, I actually had dinner with him in, at Wanderlust in California oh, wow. and then he uh, told yep. me about his book that was just coming out and I got it off Amazon.com and it's called The Compass and the Nail oh cool because I've been I've been told that Patagonia books the goods as it well. It is, the yeah, one, yeah. And, and it's been out for a long time. The, the Compass of the Nail is pretty fresh on the scene and it's a very good read. For anyone that is is entrepreneurially minded yeah. and really wanted to build culture within their project. Oh, awesome. And um, any favourite fruit or vegetable? Oh, avocado, is it, is it man. Avocado, avocado is <laughs> yeah, no the doubt. one. If I, was, <laughs> if I was trapped on a desert island and there's an avocado tree, yeah. I'd be sweet ass. What would you make? A, you've got like a final meal. Like oh, a, I'd figure a, out some kind of uh, castaway type smoothie machine yeah. and then I'd <laughs> <laughs> spread it on a leaf. I don't know, whatever. As, as a amazing. chef background, have you got a favorite kind of dish? Well, look, I mean, I um, I went through many uh, yeah. schools. I actually trained as a chef, um, well, and then I actually turned vegetarian for about five years, uh, which, which I'm no longer, I'm now just very choosy about what I eat and what I cook, but, um, you know, when I trained as a chef, you know, French and Italian cooking was probably the mainstay, and when I was a vegetarian, I, I turned a lot more to Asian cuisine, particularly Japanese and Vietnamese, um, and, uh, and I, I moved to pescatarianism, uh, and eating fish, and, um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I, it's like, you know, it's all good. where do you go, <laughs> you know, what's the simple answer to that, but, um, yeah, I think uh, food is just, yeah, it's something that we every meal has to have the simple and single ingredient of love. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 the answer right there, <laughs> the secret ingredient. Yeah. Um, and uh, is, uh, is there anything you think you believe in that you think the rest of the world's crazy or thinks is crazy? Like there's something you're, you're just like, why hasn't this caught on or what? 
Look, it's something that, um, you know, it's not, not by any means my own idea or exclusive to me, but and it's something that I'm still working on and I will probably work on my entire life, but stress is something you manifest yourself, you know, because, you know, you have the ability to turn that off and on, um, and stress is killing us. You know, we can talk about all the toxins out there in the world, but the reality is that most sickness is driven by stress. And so if you can take a positive attitude that um, whatever this particular scenario, this curveball that life has thrown you in that particular moment of the game, um, if you take this perspective that, hey, look, it's not going to define me if I swing and miss, you know, um, and if I don't swing, there's no chance of me hitting it out of the park. So, um, yeah, that's the attitude you got to take towards life and the stresses that come along with it. Um, it's a, yeah, as a festival owner too, that's it's a big risk and yeah. what you guys are doing is it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty courageous. Is there a routine or something that helps you kind of mitigate that or is it just the philosophy? The only thing is daily practice. Yeah. You've got to have something to create space for yourself. And that doesn't necessarily mean, um, you know, a 90-minute yoga class. Yeah. That can be 15 minutes of standing quietly in the shower and letting the steam, yeah. um, you know, you know, go through your breath and closing your eyes and just uh, turning off your brain for a moment. It can be as simple as that. Have you just got one in particular that you try and... Um, for me, um, you know, being a father, uh, I my daily practice, and I'm, I'm getting better and better at this, is to uh, try and see through things through my kids' perspective and through how imagination takes over. And I think that's challenging for an adult that lives a stressful life to 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 be playful and to be surprised and delighted by things in life, simple things, mm. things we take for granted, you know, by the time you get to your mid and late 30s, you know, and, and um, yeah, that's that's a practice that's a lot of fun. Um, and as long as I'm, when I'm doing that, I'm, I'm in the zone with them and I'm breathing and I'm at peace and I'm comfortable, then it, it, can, it can become quite meditative in its own way. Um, as far as my meditation practice, I think I'm going to be working on that for a long time <laughs> uh, because being able to, to stop asking yourself questions all the time is a very challenging thing to do. Um, we talked about talent before, but uh, Johnny Pollard and the One Giant Mind uh, app has been very beneficial for me. The ability, and it's so modern of us to talk mm. about a meditation app um, but you know, sometimes you need teachers in all shapes and forms, and so that's a good one to uh, to check out as well. Yeah, it's worth. Johnny did a mass meditation here too, and it was ooh, it was something pretty special. Um, oh, that might be uh, close to wrapping it up because one of the last questions was um, advice for your younger self, and yeah, the key to staying staying young is uh, seeing things through a child's eye and that perspective of wonder and play and adventure and that it's it's not about trying to end up somewhere it's about what you're doing along the way of the journey oh man that's that might be a great spot to wrap it up johnny enjoying <laughs> the you, journey Cheers. appreciate it yeah cool. top cool we'll throw all the links and stuff in for everyone and uh post those dates up for yeah the we next threw one. a few out there eh? So. yeah cool dude beautiful I hope you dug it hope you've enjoyed that little journey with Johnny um, and we'll have Abria again on the outro for all those sweet sounds but yeah, you got to play like a child actually that's kind of Ida Portel's workshop this weekend a lot of it was just those kind of 
He's not teaching you anything new. He's kind of rediscovering, refining these intuitive movements of swinging and playing and crawling and balancing and flipping and they kind of just do instinctively but that kind of gets trained out of you so I think it's a good way to move a good way to live and uh, yeah kind of get into the body out of the mind think less experience more get to a one lust festival it's uh, it's well worth it you gotta wonder you gotta wonder a little bit you gotta wonder why you're not there sometimes <laughs> make the time all right Thanks again for tuning in. Always a pleasure, always an opportunity. And uh, if you enjoyed it, again, share, post, whatever, write a review, good, bad. Maybe tell me a good weekend story, whatever it may be. And uh, hope you dug it. Au revoir. And think less, experience more.